0: Yeah, you couldn't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we, the Celtics? Who are we, the Celtics? Who are we, the Celtics? All right, Celtics fans,
1: we are back yeah, another episode of Boston Celtics up. game day recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPulcito, and the Celtics beat the Milwaukee Bucks, one thirty nine, one eighteen. Merry Christmas. This is as good a game as we can ask for on Christmas Day. The Jays absolutely erupt. Go nuclear, crush the Bucks. Score 70 combined. This is as good as it gets. Uh, we are going to follow today's podcast, same as usual, run through Player of the Game, run through some of the highs and some of the lows. But to get things started off here, Player of the Game has to go to Jason Tatum in this one. This was. Another MVP caliber performance for Jason Tatum. Ended the night with uh, 41.7 rebounds, five assists, efficient. 14 of 22 from the field, three of seven from three. Again, as good as it gets. Jason
0: Tatum was super aggressive getting to the rim in this one. Uh, Most of his shots came at the rim. He was attacking Giannis, had the play of the game by far, putting Giannis on a poster absolute hammered one down in Giannis's face. So really, really just strong, strong game for Jason Tatum. And honestly, he did it throughout the entire game. Uh, We'll talk about Jalen Brown in a little bit. But Jason Tatum throughout this game was just aggressive through and through. Uh, He had seven points in the first, 19 at halftime, 39. So he had 20 points in that third quarter only got two points in the fourth, but that was because Jalen Brown just went nuclear himself. Uh, But honestly, Jason Tatum tonight was just super aggressive throughout this game. And you look at the the plus minus for him. uh, You could tell,
1: you could tell that he was absolutely going off. He ended with a plus 18 in this. one. the only one that was higher than him was Derek White actually, and Grant Williams for that matter. But both, Both of those guys didn't play nearly the amount of minutes that we saw from Jason Tatum in this one. So really just super impressive game from him. His running partner, though, Jalen Brown, not far off. 29 points, five rebounds, four assists in this one. And he was five of nine from three. He has kind of struggled as of late from distance, uh, not in this one. Jalen Brown, back to himself. 11 of 19 from the field. Honestly, just super efficient in this one. Unlike Tatum, who was fairly consistent throughout this game, Jason Tatum kind of started off super hot. He had 13 points in the first quarter, had 15 at halftime, had 16 after the third. So scored two points in the second quarter, one point in the third quarter, but then he just erupted
0: and just destroyed the Bucs in that fourth quarter. Added on another 13. It was doing everything. He had a huge three to go up 15. I mean, the Celtics were up 19 points, uh, and the Bucks brought it all the way down to 12. They went on a little mini run. Jalen Brown hits a huge three to go up 15. and Then he hit another big three, followed by another mid-range, and then had another strong drive for two. Beautiful transition bucket. Jalen Brown was doing
1: absolutely everything in the fourth quarter. like Similar to what we saw last game for Jalen Brown, he just continued it fourth quarter of this game, super super efficient. So you talk about two guys that just went out and dominated in this one. Now this was another game where Milwaukee did not have Chris Middleton, so all those Bucks Bucks fans can sit here and say that they only lost because they didn't have Chris Middleton, and it doesn't really count. I want to hear it because honestly, Chris Middleton's never available. He's like the Anthony Davis of the Eastern Conference, never healthy. I guess Gordon Hayward probably has that title. Uh, but Chris Middleton, not far off. So honestly, this is – someone tweeted this during the game. Two J's are better than one. It's absolutely true because the Celtics just came out and both Jalen and Jason held it down in this one. This was a super, super impressive game from both of them. Uh, and you just got to be super happy if you're a Celtics fan in the middle of this one. So really good game for both of them, but honestly, it wasn't just them that pulled this game out. We had a really well-rounded performance from this Celtics team. Marcus Smart, I thought this was another fantastic game. And you look at the box score, doesn't seem like much. End of the night, six points, three rebounds, took four shots total, but he had eight assists. And Marcus Smart had some absolute dimes. One of the best passes that I've seen. This year, beautiful, like, thread-the-needle-type pass to Jason Tatum in between Lopez and, uh, and Giannis to Jason Tatum for a transition bucket. Like, a couple just beautiful, beautiful passes. When he was out there, the ball was just flowing beautifully. Joe Missoula called a couple of good ATOs, a uh, couple of possessions that really started with Marcus Smart in the paint, backing guys down, and making the right reads. And honestly, whether he's finishing at the rim or finding a guy for an open shot, he was doing it at a very efficient level today. One turnover on the game, exactly what you want from a starting point guard. you got to give the guy a lot of credit. Uh, Outside of that, I mean, Derek White,
0: another solid performance. Wasn't his 15-point Mr. Consistent Performance. Contributed 12 points, had five assists, four of six from the field, two of three from three. Efficient exactly what you want exactly what you want for Derek White Al Horford another one 11 points four rebounds three of six from three four of seven from the field like these guys are playing at their best when the ball is moving this is a game 29 assists on 50 makes and honestly you look at the way the Celtics played this one we only took 39 threes and I know some people are going to say that's still too many and I'm not going to say that it's a a crazy low amount by any means, but the way the Celtics have been playing, they've been shooting 40-plus threes every single game. And tonight wasn't that case. This was a game, 39 threes for them is a pretty good number. But the difference in this one
1: is that we hit 19 of them. We shot 48% from three tonight, And I know – People are going to be like, oh, you can't count on that consistency. Totally understand that. And I'm not even going to argue with you. But the fact of the matter is, exactly what I talked about for the first 20 games of the season, the difference between these threes in the ones that we were taking for the last six games, last two weeks, is the fact that all of these were continuously wide open. And it's exactly how it was the beginning of the season for the Celtics. These guys, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, they're not taking a ton of super-contested threes, at least in this game. Over that six-game road stretch, or six-game stretch, uh, road and away, three and three, uh, you look at the way the Celtics were playing, and a lot of it was Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, trying to play hero ball. We've talked about it on the podcast a million times. right? The Celtics do not play well
0: when that's the case. Tonight... They, play, they were back to normal. They were back to their first 20 games of the season selves. And it's just a beautiful sight to see because this Milwaukee team is as good as it gets in the NBA. Giannis, MVP, MVP caliber player. Every single time he steps on the floor. He is super impressive. So the fact that you know Al Horford at 36 years old is going up, matching up against Giannis, honestly – I'm not, I'm not going to say shutting him down because that's not the case. Like he still ended up with 27 points. But he was 9 of 22. He shot under 50%. He took five threes. was 1 of 5 from the three-point line. 8 of 12 from the free throw line. Like These are numbers that you can live with if you're a Celtics fan. I'm giving Giannis all of the three-point shots he wants. I'm not contesting a single one of them. If he wants to get into the paint, that's when we'll talk. That's
1: exactly how Al Horford played him tonight. A really solid game from him on the defensive end, but you saw a bunch of other guys step up uh and play some good minutes. There was a there was a moment in this game where, you know, in the third quarter, fourth quarter, we were running ten men in our rotations. And we haven't really seen that. And most of the lineups have been ten, have been nine man lineups. But we added in a couple Blake Griffin minutes tonight. We kind of switched off of Luke Cornett. This is the first time that Blake has gotten more minutes than Cornett. Uh, Not that it was a lot, only six minutes for him. Uh, But overall, I mean, we saw everybody kind of get back. We saw Time Lord get his 14 minutes. Honestly, it would have been more if this wasn't a blowout. But the entire fourth quarter, you know, it wasn't really a game where we needed, needed guys to play. If this was a closer game, where sure would have gone a little bit more time. But, you know, the minutes the Time Lord was in, Connell Ute looked good, had a couple good rebounds, was solid out there. Lake Griffin, solid minutes. Nothing great. I'm not going to sit here and like over exaggerate how well he played. It They were fine. Grant Williams, solid minutes. Defensively,
0: battled up against Giannis, bodied a couple guys. Uh, offensively, he looked solid. He was three of five from three. So Grant Williams giving you the minutes that you really want and need from you know a bench bench player, any sort of role player. Like these are the minutes that you love to see. Malcolm Brogdon, nine points, two rebounds, and assist. Wasn't super
1: efficient. One of four from three. Overall, again, you'll take these numbers though. You've got guys stepping up. Sam Hauser, I thought, played some solid minutes, seven minutes tonight, but they were good minutes. Six points, two rebounds, and assists. Honestly, I think he's a, a fairly good rebounder. And defensively, the Bucs tried to attack him a bunch. It didn't work. hes I said it about Peyton Pritchard a bunch. Peyton Pritchard is a significantly better defender than people give him credit for. I'm starting to think that's the case with Sam Howes. I'm not going to sit here and say that Sam Howes is a great defender by any means, but he's really not someone that you should control your offense around and try to attack. Especially with the way the Celtics' defense has been playing. You know, prior to today's game, over the last 10 games, despite losing a bunch of them, the Celtics had the fourth-best defense in the entire NBA. You know, if the The Celtics did not
0: have the worst offense in the entire NBA during that same stretch, we would not have been 5-5 and over that stretch. Uh, but we were, you moved past it and the Celtics moved past it last game. And tonight really solid win for the Celtics in this one, a 21 point win against the Milwaukee bucks who prior to today, I mean, they were a half game behind us in the Eastern conference standings. So really, really solid game. We've talked about, you know, the three point percentage and obviously shooting at 48% is you know, hard to sustain. Uh, But when you're moving the ball the way that they did in this one, we had 29 assists. These are the types of numbers that you're looking for as, you know, a Celtics player, as a Celtics fan. Like these are the numbers that you're constantly trying to strive for. And the fact that they got to do that on a Christmas day game against Milwaukee of all teams is just super impressive. Uh, We also saw the Celtics really just take care of the ball. This was not a game where we had 19 turnovers. Like we had 12 turnovers in this one, significantly below league average. Uh, And honestly, they scored 10 points off of those 12. We scored 22 points off of their 15. We had 17 fast breaks compared to their 13. They have Giannis. The fact that we're beating them in fast break points is saying something. You got to give a lot of credit to Jason Tatum, a lot of credit to Jalen Brown. Two of the best in the league at doing it. But really overall, just a solid, mm. solid game for the Celtics through and through. Uh it wasn't perfect. I'm gonna
1: talk about it, but I'm gonna keep that section super short. Again, this is Christmas. The vibes are good. Celtics blew out the Bucks. We're gonna keep that section short, but I do wanna talk about it briefly here. Before we dive into the negatives, I wanna take a quick break for word for our sponsors. <laughs>
0: This podcast is brought to you by Hopewell Hemp Farms. Hopewell Hemp Farms your only source for the highest quality American-grown hemp products. If you're like me and love to be active, whether that's playing in an adult softball or basketball league, or your level of activity is limited to yard work, one thing is for certain. As you get older, joints start to hurt. Well, I turn to Hopewell Hemp Farms Body Butter to relax those joints and their amazing tinctures to help me fall asleep. Check them out at hopewellhempfarms.com today and stock your nightstand the only way I know how. Looking for an agent to help you buy or sell real estate? George Dimas at PD Properties is the agent for you. Sell now for a flat 3% commission on the sales price. The NBA season is heating up and there are still so many unknowns. Like, can the Celtics continue on this unbelievable stretch of basketball and break the NBA offensive rating record? When I'm looking to get in on that action, I bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same game parlay and combine multiple bets like which team will win, total rebounds and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. Do you think Jason Tatum's gonna score 35 in a Celtics 10-point game? This is the type of action you can get in on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the app now, sign up with code TBPN, place a $5 pregame moneyline bet on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code TBPN. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for
1: details. All right, so like I said, I'm going to keep this section ridiculously short uh, because the Celtics got the 21-point win. Really hard to draw some negatives in that. But in that third quarter, the only the only negative that I'm really drawing is the fact the Celtics went 0 for 5 from three. The Celtics like, missed every single three-point shot they took in that third quarter. With that being said, we more than made up for it the rest of the game. Shooting 48% is ridiculous. Uh, I will say, Jalen Brown, there are a couple of struggles in this game. He was the only one, honestly, that in points looked just disjointed. And we've said that about him a lot in the last couple of weeks. Uh, And I'm not sitting here. I'm not going to complain about it. I don't think it's an issue. But when you're scoring, when you're going off and starting the game at such a high level, scoring 13 points, leading the team after one, but then going out, scoring two in the second, scoring one in the third, like he missed three straight free throws before halftime. And I'm not going to say that that was a, a morale shot, Maybe it is, but the Celtics came out and really destroyed the box. Even in that third quarter, we outscored them 38 to 25. So I don't think that it really meant much him missing those three free throws. Like these are things that the Celtics still can button up. And the fact that we're talking about that and still having things to button up in a 21 point win is pretty damn impressive. Right. I mean, the Celtics still are leading the NBA in free throw percentage. We shot 80% tonight. The only one, yeah, the only one that missed, actually, Derek White missed one. Jalen missed those three that I just talked about. Outside of that, everybody nailed all of them. Jason Tatum a 10 of 10. Marcus Smart, 2 of 2. What, Grant Williams, 2 of 2. Malcolm Brogdon, 2 of 2. Like We're talking about you know, four missed free throws in this game, or five total missed free throws in this game this is as good as it gets like i said i'm nitpicking absolutely nitpicking at this point so really solid win overall at this point in the season the celtics are sitting at 24 and 10 that is a game and a half above milwaukee we've got a two game lead over cleveland two
0: and a half games over brooklyn in that four spot so if you would have told me based on based on, let's just go back last year right the
1: Celtics in January were below below five hundred. You're like twenty and twenty-one at like the midway point in January. Right now, we're sitting with the absolute best record in the NBA, and honestly, it's not really close. Like a game and a half is a pretty good separation this early on in the season. Like you look at Denver uh, out in the Western Conference, they're twenty and eleven, so they've got four less wins one last loss like I don't know why they just haven't played as many games same thing with the Grizzlies they're playing right now so that will change but honestly the Celtics are playing at such a dominant level regardless of you know that six game stretch like we went six games where we played horrible absolutely horrible lost five of six and we're still sitting with the best record in the NBA imagine if that Six-game stretch was just mediocre and not abysmal. The Celtics are sitting here with an absolutely ridiculous,
0: ridiculous record. Uh, But at this point, you know, the Celtics still lead the NBA with a 6.3 differential. We're still outscoring teams by an average of 6.3 points. Uh, The offense, the points per game, leading the Eastern Conference by 4.1 points. Like, we're averaging 118.7 points per game. Atlanta's 114.6. And honestly, you go all the way down. Chicago in eighth place is 113.3. So we're just absolutely destroying teams. And it's just beautiful to see. You look even in the, the Western Conference, as far as points per game goes, nobody's touching the Celtics. Like, at all. Like, you've got... San Antonio, who's absolutely destroying teams. But outside of that, the Celtics are still leading the league in that. So it's just beautiful, beautiful basketball to watch. I'm sorry, Sacramento, not San Antonio. They're at 118.1. So the Celtics are still number one by a good margin. So you just love watching this brand of Celtics basketball. Considering where we were for a six game stretch and everybody was losing their minds, starting to question Joe Missoula, starting to question Jalen Brown, starting to question the offense.
1: Like games like these put things into perspective. If it's a slump. The Celtics are very capable of bouncing back and playing at a high level. So that's where we're going to wrap things up. This is a beautiful win for the Celtics beautiful win for boston here uh if you haven't done so already make sure to follow me on twitter at nba celtics guy make sure to join our facebook page boston celtics till i die our youtube page boston celtics game day recap and if you haven't done so already make sure to five star rate review the podcast everything helps have a great night celtics fans talk to you soon I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we, the Celtics? Who are we, the Celtics? Who are we, the Celtics?